Well, good evening, all. Here we are, another evening with Course of Love. Um, we have um, presently one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five people reading this evening, eight people listening, and I'll announce their names shortly. Uh, I do want to remind us that we were, we concluded reading and dialoguing on day 29 on we ended on page 616 in the first edition, and that's in the dialogues on the course of love. And what we did last week, we read, went into day 30, yielding to, whole, yielding to wholeness. We read through it, but we did not dialogue on it. We didn't share on it. So we will go through that again um, just to refresh our memories, and then we'll start the sharing. Um, what else did I want to say? So a little... Household uh, in well uh, items as far as being you know cognizant of muting our phones when we're not speaking, unmuting, muting you know whatever the situation arises. Just bear with me this evening. I'm not quite with it. Like Judy knows anyway. Uh, and as usual, I ask everyone, you know, to uh, be cognizant of, you know, allowing space for other people, if, you know, as the evening goes on, to allow time for them to share. And, of course, when someone is speaking, we don't like to speak over each other. It's not proper. And, be, you know, we be cognizant of that. And uh, what else do I want to say? Let's have a good time. Let's just settle in and relax and enjoy. And take a few deep breaths. And like I said, we'll be we're in the course of love. We'll be going into day thirty on page six seventeen in the original edition. So that would be six twenty eight or nine in the second edition. But it's in the dialogue, day thirty. And if you can't find it, there's always, you know, a table of contents. Uh, so the reading list this evening is Judy, Deborah, Miguel, Lana, Reverend Bill. Listening, we have Sarah Joy, Gloria, Steve. Uh, is there anybody that has joined us that would like to announce that they would like to read? Okay. No. Oh, Micah. Hi, Micah. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Roz will be here in a little while, too. Okay. Are, are you going to read, Micah? Or listen? Um, poss- possibly. We'll see. Okay. Okay. I'll put you on the bottom. And I'll put, put Roz on. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Okay, so I think we'll get started. Uh, just a few centering words, just to you know, bring us focused into where we are, open our minds, open our hearts, join them together in wholeheartedness. Feel the, the energy from the mind to the heart. Send that energy throughout our physical body. Send it out to the universe. Connect, connect with all our brothers and sisters in love, compassion, joy, peace, and love. And hold these words into your heart. Mighty currents 
of God's healing love flow through us now, renewing and restoring every fiber of our being. We are whole, we are well, and we are free. Feel that. Feel those words. Take a few deep breaths and hold those words in your mind. Mighty currents of God's healing love flows through us now. Renewing and restoring every fiber of our being. We are whole, well, and free. Oof, that settled me down. Thank you, dear God. So, as I said, we'll be going into day 30 for the second time. Even though we read through it last week, I think it's worth another week. And it's called Yielding to Wholeness. Last week, we concluded and dialogued on the common denominator of experience. So I'm going to back up a little to kind of refresh how he took us out of day 29. Your familiarity with your spacious self, true self, has always been part of the process and part of the experience of merging wholeness and separation. While you may have seen it as a new means of interaction, it has been, in actuality, access to a new state of being. A new state of being is a new reality. It is linked with your notion of who and where you are. For who you are and where you find yourself and experience yourself are your reality. This is why experience has needed to find a place in which it could become the common denominator between wholeness and separation. Once you experience yourself in wholeness and find yourself in union, you have made of yourself the common denominator upon which experience can find anchor in wholeness and union. You are thus, as always, the creator of your reality. So, Judy, would you like to start with paragraph one? We'll each read one paragraph each, and one, two, three, four, five is actually five paragraphs. So, Judy, would you like to start us off, please? Thank you. What is held in common is shared and is a characteristic representation of the whole. Just as simple fractions can be added together to achieve wholeness once a common denominator is found, your own fractiousness can yield to wholeness to the common denominator of the self, the true self. A common denominator is simply that which yields to wholeness. This yielding is a natural process. To yield is to give up, surrender, but also to produce and bear fruit. 30.2, the two levels of experience we have spoken of might be seen as the process, much like in math, through which the common denominator is found. The common denominator is not by itself the whole, but is, in combination, the whole. In order for a common denominator to be found more than one, in parentheses, fraction, part, or variable, close parenthesis, must exist 
The purpose of finding a common denominator is to translate what is more than one into one. An assumption of wholeness is common in every denominator. Miguel? Are you there, Miguel? Thank you, Paula. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, a denominator is a named entity. To denominate is to name. In the beginning, the separate expressions of the whole were named. This naming was an act of creation, stating simply the existence of what was named or denominated. Existence and wholeness are the same. Thus, your existence, the existence of the self, of the true self, is or can be a common denominator of wholeness. In our act of saying it is so, we name or denominate the self as what is common to wholeness. Despite unlimited variations, being available. Commonality is also always available. Thus, thus, no matter how fractured are the separate selves, commonality and wholeness always exist and have always existed. That's Mana? Are you there, Lana? I am now. I'm sorry. I had it on mute. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Wholeness cannot be achieved without joining. Thus, the commonly known injunction of, in quotes, where two or more are joined together. If you would think of this in terms of God or the state of wholeness or being separating into more than one in order to know itself, you would see that knower and known are one. You would see that two or more is needed in order for knowing to occur. To not know wholeness could be would be to be in a state of nothingness. Thus, the joining of two or more are needed in order for wholeness to be known and thus to exist in a state of conscious awareness. Now, let us consider this in terms of experience. As knower and known are one in experience, and experiencer are one. In other words, one must experience in order to know. It follows then that what is experienced is what is known. It also follows that 
To not experience joining is to not experience wholeness. Stated another way, the self cannot know the true self without joining with the true self. The true self must be the knower and the known, the experience and the experiencer. The quest to join with God is this quest. The quest to be the knower and the known, the experience and the experiencer. The culmination of this quest, then, is joining. Pass. Wow. And you know, day 31 is joining. So the master is at it again. He takes us step by step, day by day, until we come to that 40th day of knowing and being known. So let's look back at these five paragraphs and see if it speaks to us and any one of us individually or collectively. And let's share, share from our hearts. Hi, it's Lana. Um, I had a lot of fun with this section because, you know, last week I said, you know, I was just saying I was dumb as a log when it comes to math, especially fractions. So I I went back in my memory trying to figure out how I ever learned them, and I remember the good old pie graph. And so I translated this all into pie, into a pie, a whole pie, and um, divided it in 12 equal parts, uh, being, which is me, the common common denominator, the one and the many, and the many and the one, and I used that to try to understand what he was trying to give me in math language, so, um, and it makes, and it made sense to me that the whole pie, um, each part of it represented um, the whole pie, you know, it was like, um, and in the joining, the only way I could realize I was part of the pie, being that one twelfth, the common denominator of the whole pie, was to join with another piece of pie. <laughs> and the more we joined, when two or more gathered, I would experience the wholeness. So the pie, the name I gave, I give to it, um, is both the many and the whole. You know, when I think of the pie, I can either think of it as being um, one of the 12 common denominators or the, the 12, or I can look at it wholly. And, and I want to take the or out and, and replace it with and, and I can look at it as a whole, or individually, they're all part of the whole. And I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody, but it it makes sense to me. You know, I was just a piece of pie, you know, trying to understand my wholeness and um, and my nature without being separate and being a part of the whole by joining um, with the other pieces of pie. So anyhow, that's my silly share. <laughs> I'm complete. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Lana. Great example. Yeah. Thanks, I Lana. I thought that was great, Lana. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. 
I, I I'm a holographic slice of pie. Mm. Was there someone else that was going to speak up? If it was, was Micah. My, oh yeah, Micah. Oh, oh, I just enjoyed Lana's share because I was driving over a bridge and as she was talking about wholeness, I could see these figures walking along the sand, along this uh, river that led into the ocean, and, and and just to experience wholeness, you know, it was it was sweet. Um, it, it just happened as as she expressed that, and that's kind of the beauty of what we're doing on this call is we're we're creating this um, this movement mysteriously into unity um but uh wait hold on <laughs> uh, anyway i gotta go thanks thank you micah oh thanks micah Hi, this is Paula. You know, like the title of this day 30, Yielding to Wholeness. And he says to me in paragraph 4, Wholeness cannot be achieved without joining. Thus, the common, commonly known injunction of where two or more are joined together. And the word oneness, the oneness of us, is what was permeating and illuminating into my mind. You know, that yielding to wholeness and that wholeness yields to joining the oneness of us. And it's through our true selves when we really come to know we are the knower and the knowing, the knowing. Yeah, as he put it, we are the knower. The known and the knower are one. And that's us in our oneness. So that's what kept bringing into my head the oneness of us as one. So, I'm complete. Nice. Thanks, Paula. Oh, thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Thanks, Paula, Micah, and everyone. <clears throat> this is Judy. I think that, no, I don't think. Um, what I'm feeling about this yielding to wholeness, and for me, it does feel like a surrender a surrender to give up this this whole state of being, of being separate, and to join. And the joining I first feel is, is the joining within myself, of bringing my, my mortal self, my, my Judy self, into joining with my um, Christ self, I guess. 
just allowing this personal self to be absorbed absorbed into my Christ self and experience from that state of being which is a lot different from the state of being in which I, I guess I've normally lived as being as seeing myself as a separate person from all the other separate people and having experience from that particular state of being and I do the feeling I'm experiencing here is one of of this is just a different state of being and how I see myself where do I see myself do I see myself as a separate person or do I see myself as a as a being as a being in wholeness within myself as my true self and I suppose when I'm talking about or even thinking about it it can get very convoluted whereas I know when I experience it it just feels whole and complete as it is as an experience of feeling so <laughs> this is me trying to express something that I have a hell of a time expressing uh, okay I also heard it I think I, I believe I, I, I experience I feel whatever the heck the terminology is we're all God and God is simply beingness and when we join with this beingness in order for God to know itself it needs all of us to express and join with it in order for it to be both the knower and the knowee I know there's more here I just have a lot of trouble explaining it or expressing it um, that's all my feelings so I guess I'm complete with that for now thanks all right right on point Judy right on point. thank you Judy thank you Judy beautifully expressed thanks Judy yeah in the last very last paragraph in five he says the quest to join with God is this quest so you the quest is to be the knower and the known the experience and the experiencer so it's the quest to join with God you got it you said it oh yeah thank you Julie. yeah thank you all yeah Hi, it's Lana again. Just briefly, it reminds me of um, that line in the Course, Teach Only Love, for that is what you are. And um, when I think of the wholeness and the knower coming to the known coming to be known and the knower and the known being one, I think of about what well, Jesus instructed us to do that and or instructed me to do that um, because in the extension of love, I come to know my love. I come to know myself in the act of extending love. So I become um, the giver and the receiver, the know, knower and the known. Um, and it's and it's because I'm I'm actually part of both. My totality is contained in the whole. But like a puzzle with a thousand pieces, I don't get to experience the whole until all the puzzle pieces come together and are joined and um, 
and somewhere in the beginning of the Ur text, Jesus says, uh, talks about the sum of the parts, um, and and also that um, he's incomplete without us. So every one of us um, gives him an aspect of himself, and at the same time, I experience who I am. Uh, it's like love, loving in order to know it is love and to experience the truth of myself is in extending it out and joining with others. So um, it always takes me back to A Course in Miracles, whatever Jesus is teaching me here, but in a more, in a deeper way, in a more expansive way, in a, in a more practical way. And it truly does um, extend um, the Course in Miracles to like, okay, now you know who you are, and this is how you're going to have to, this is what you're going to have to do to experience who you are and come to know who you are in everyday life. So it's truly a gift, and I'm so grateful for everyone that shares, because everyone that shares is giving me another piece of myself, demonstrating myself, um, coming to know myself through our joining together here. Um, it's, it's, it's like um, the return of love to love. It's just beautiful. So I'm complete. Lana, I thank you so much for what you shared. Uh, early on in what you were just sharing now, it came to me very clearly that love is the common denominator. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what we all are. And, and that's what all is. That was so, I, I so appreciated you speaking up as you did just now. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you, that. both. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, Bill. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Lana. It's Ron. Hi. <laughs> I love what you shared about the uh, puzzle pieces. That was brilliant. Thank you. I'd like to hear, who was that speaking? I'm sorry, it was kind of low. Hello? Oh, Roz. Oh, Roz. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, Roz. Thanks for your comments. Boy, that was great. Thanks, Lana. Hi, Thank you, Lee. This is Sarah. Hi, um, Sarah. Hi, sweet, sweet people. Um, I, I've been, uh, well, I'm just going to share three things I wrote in my journal this morning. They come to the same thing as responding to the chapter. But um, the first one, I was a couple weeks ago uh, grieving the loss of my my voice being easy to use and um, feeling like I wanted to resist that. And what I got this morning was in the silence, I meet love unencumbered by words meant to define it or find it or understand it or control it. And I am free to be one with it. So now I'm seeing the opportunity to be silent as um, finding within me the same love that I 
have felt when you guys hold me in love, and there's just the feeling there isn't there aren't any words in that, and um, so I'm starting to be able to feel that, and it kind of makes me laugh, sort of like God threw me in the deep end and says, "Okay, swim," you know, like I can I can feel love in the silence and not in. Uh, the connection, even though we're all one, and that's what I feel in the silence. <laughs> anyway, um, and yesterday when I woke up, I was feeling um, frustrated over a situation with a friend of mine, and I, I wanted to change it, control it, whatever, and part of my higher self just said, you know what, it's all love. And your story is baloney, and um, it's just your old ego's in kind of like interpretation of her, her behavior um, that gave it the meaning that hurts you. So when I talked to her, I just said, "You know what? This is this is what happened." And she said, "Yeah, I'm so sorry." I said, "No, don't be sorry. Wait a minute." I said, this is what happened, and this is a story I told myself about what happened. And I know I'm wrong, but I don't know what's right. So could you clue me into what what you were feeling when when you did that? And she said, I'm so sorry. I said, again, don't be sorry. I, I want to understand how I'm misperceiving it, because I know it's love. And she said, oh, okay. And she told me what she was feeling and going through when she did it and it didn't have anything to do with abandoning me it didn't have anything to do with me at all um and then it was just like huh my higher self was right it is all love and i can either see it or not see it but that doesn't change it um but we both felt really free instead of having the illusion of separation where she felt sorry and I felt like a victim. And that was really uh, something I wanted to write in my journal so I remember that any time I don't feel the unity, uh, it isn't saying anything about my worth or my connection or love or anything. It's just I don't have to listen to the story. And... um, I haven't had real good internal boundaries. Uh, I've always felt like I had to work through the story and let it go and do all this stuff. I thought, no, it's just a story. I don't even have to work through it. I can just know that it's love, and I don't even need to understand. But I felt very grateful to her for being willing to tell me her process so I could. Um, And the last one is, this morning when I realized that I can see love everywhere, it's like I'm able to let go of holding on to particular people or circumstances in order to feel one with the love. And um, so I trust the truth of love isn't separate from me. And I got back to joy again after feeling a whole lot of grief about Lee leaving. Um, and thinking, I've been my touchstone for three years. What? Can, how can I? How can I really feel? Um, sort of like I have home, you know. Uh, 
a ground if I don't have his particular um, felt sense of his heart to touchstone of as a touchstone. And I thought, silly girl, <laughs> you know, it's all love, so you don't need to to uh, hold on to any particular form. And I just wanted to share that um, I'm back to joy and I feel peace. And um, I'm grateful that all of you are in my life and everyone else is in my life because um, I can see love everywhere and in all the circumstances. And so I kind of feel reborn. Anyway, I'm complete. Thank you for letting me share all my story. Well, thank you, Sarah Joy. And you oh, are joy Thank you for being Thank in you. our lives. Yes, let me echo Great that. Great awareness. That's so true. That's insight. beautiful. It is. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah Joy. You're welcome. This is Judy. I just want to share. I'm going to bounce off you, Sarah. I just want to share that. Um, I go through that uh, feeling almost on a daily basis especially with my husband being home and everything. Sometimes he walks around with this retired man's look on his face all long and mopey and not being at work and so on and so forth. And I have to remind myself that he is a being of love. And if I'm not experiencing love, it has nothing to do with him. It's all because of me. It's all because I am refusing to acknowledge that he is a being of love, as I am a being of love, as we all are beings of love. And that it doesn't have to relate to any particular person. It's just everybody. Everybody. We're all human. We're all beings of love in a human form. And if I'm not experiencing love, that's on me. It's not on anybody else. So thanks for sharing that. It just kind of reminded me of what I, not take for granted, but just kind of what I go through a lot, you know, in thinking that I'm alone and separate. And that's not the truth. The truth is that none of us are alone. We're all beings of love, and that love exists within us. That's the God. That's the love within us. It's always there for us to tap into, and that's always my choice, whether I'm going to tap into it and feel it and experience it or not. So thanks for that, Sarah. I'm complete. Oh, thank, thank you. you for that, Judy. Yeah. Nice, Judy. Thank you. Do anyone else that would like to share on these five paragraphs? Sure. Uh, could you? Oh, sorry. Hey, Sarah. After you. I just want to thank Judy because I was recalling that for me, the biggest loneliness I felt is when I was married and I didn't know what I know now, and I would feel separate from my husband. Um. So I'm really thrilled that that you're getting to know that while you're together. Uh, I'm complete. Thanks, Sarah, for that. It is quite the journey.
Hi. Well, I'd like to share my feelings on <clears throat> myself, especially. Last week, I have a fall, and I broke my wrist, my left-hand wrist. I've been in pain and <clears throat> angry, uh, impatient. And I start repeating myself, I am not my body. I am a spirit. But I'm having human experience. I accept him. What happened? Because it's not just the, the pain, the human, the body pain. I realize that I, I am a human. I am a child of God. And I'm learning to be loving to myself not to blame myself because that was the first thing I felt. Why I did this to myself? Why is going on with me? Instead, I have to remember that I am a human and I have experience as a human being and People say, well, probably you are okay because you didn't break your hips or more. <laughs> but it's not that. It's that I'm learning very slowly, I think. I'm learning to accept my human experience and be grateful that this will be something very deep in me to know myself, to know my connection with the Father. And the Father and I are one. The pain is the one sometimes take me out of out of my willingness but it's just not forever this will pass in the meantime I am I just blessing myself blessing my husband that has been so supportive and patient with me Sometimes grumpy and patient, but I'm grateful. 
I'm grateful that I have somebody and many people praying for me, feeling love. My family sent me flowers from Mexico. It's just... It's just the, the wholeness of everybody is, is grateful. I'm grateful right now talking to you about this because I feel it was hard for me to say my feelings especially. Thank you for listening. And thank you, all of you, for being part of my life. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, thank you, Gloria. Thank you for being part of our lives. Your beauty oh, thank comes you. through in so many ways. Your purity, your heart. And we hold thank you, Gloria. Thanks, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. Very nice. I echo <clears throat> I echo what Paula said. You are a beautiful, beautiful soul, Gloria. And when we have physical pain, any notion of spirituality goes flying out the nearest window. I totally get what you're at, where you're at. I really do. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. A beautiful Thank soul you. and a beautiful woman to boot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really grateful, Gloria, to have yeah. heard you share with us. I'm really, really grateful that you chose uh, to share all that with us. And um, what a bugaboo it is, acknowledging uh, our humanness sometimes and the way we're brought to confront and acknowledge that. So... Um, yeah, my heart, uh, my heart supports this whole movement in you, Gloria, and and I'm glad for the opportunity that um, so many of us get to thank uh, who you are, and um, and just let you know how grateful we are for uh, your anchor alongside Bill there for these uh, ACOL calls and all that the two of you are doing. Um, very, very beautiful to me. Love Thank to you. you yeah. Yes. I bless him. To all of you. And bless you too, Gloria. God bless you. So I have some thoughts about this about this reading. Um, these days, some of them are really short like this, huh? just five paragraphs. And, um, but it's so big. It's so big because this whole di- idea of yielding to wholeness um, is in, encapsulated in this play on words that he achieves at the end of the first par- paragraph. I think some of us may have mentioned that before. To yield is to give up to surrender, but also, as we know from what bears fruit, to yield is to produce and bear fruit. This idea of yielding to wholeness 
is like a means or a description of an ad- avenue to uh, completion. That word completion is really big in A Course in Miracles and remains really big um, across A Course of Love. The idea that there's built into um, this, built into like uh, the design imperative of creation, built in is the Father's wish that each of his aspects come to know their completion and complete him in their recognition of their completion. So what I always conceive across both these courses is that there are three elements principally. There's myself, my sense of self. There is my deeper self, the capital S, and there is God. And it's as I allow my, my deeper self make its acquaintance known to me that I come to know of my relationship with God and his wish for all that he offers me in completion, his wish that I know that completion. I invite that completion when I allow my true self reach me in its offer of my fullness or my wholeness. And in that acceptance of that wholeness, I accept my relationship most genuinely with my creator. And all of that is the move away from fractured identity to full identity, to what I call taking ownership of creation. Because that's what it is for me to recognize the wholeness of myself is to recognize there's no genuine separation between myself and all that I'm led to encounter in truth as love directs. The barrier or the separation between me and you, between me and God, between me and my real self, between me and all that I behold, that barrier drops away as I come to be acquainted with my wholeness. And, um, and that is to reunite with all that I disowned mistakenly with the onset of the frail sense of self, the small sense of self that the ego is responsible for. And I'll just conclude with that. The ego had led me to disown everything I'm genuinely connected with and the Holy Spirit, my true self, Jesus and Christ consciousness, all are impelling me at God's wish that I come to know of my ownership of everything that exists in truth, that I'm joined with just as you are in that holographic way. I take full ownership of what I'm genuinely united with. And that includes you, myself, the world, um, others, and my father. I'm complete. Beautiful, brother. Yielding to wholeness. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lee. That was beautiful. Ownership. I love that word. 
Thanks, Lee. Well put. You can't leave us, Lee. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) You touched my heart as always. Thank you. you. Yes, Lee. Very well stated. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Lee, that was beautiful. And and as you were saying that at the front end, I heard when I reflected on the term yield, to me that also includes to allow, which of course would also be accept, which fits right into so sweetly with everything else that you said there. Thank you. I'm complete. All about joining, huh, Bill? Thank you. there that hasn't had a chance to share yet? Um, yes. Yes. Thank you, Paula. This is Amy. Um, <clears throat> I second uh, your, your plea uh, yeah, that Lee can't go, but, um, you know, obviously we can't hold him. So, and I, and I of course, I wish every uh, freedom and joy in, in the journey in the journey home. Um, my my thought about the word surrender is a, it's a very powerful word to surrender, and I sort of link that word surrender um, control surrender control on this little level that I feel I can control anything to a higher level of control. And this higher level of control or relinquishing this higher level of control is to surrender to union and to God and to let go and yield. Um, But it's the surrendering of control that feels like I can take a deep breath for the first time um, and, and join with whatever is love and forgiveness and letting people off the hook and letting myself off the hook. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. Love you all. Thanks. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Really nice, Amy. Thank you, Thank Amy. You. That was beautiful. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, Amy. That was lovely. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, all. Thank you. Uh, this is Micah. I just wanted to kind of 
tagging along with that last share about kind of giving, you know, surrendering our 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 doing and um, surrendering into a a, le- a letting go. There's a Eastern uh, phrase that goes, you know, the last thing to go is the feeling of somebody doing the work. And the more we let go and surrender, uh, and, uh, and the Course of Miracles is beautiful about this this year. I don't know. I, I'm just seeing more and more how it's all about surrendering to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus. You know, Jesus says at one point, you know, let me be the guardian of your thought system. I'm, I'm going to read another quote here about the Holy Spirit. It, it's about letting go of this control, the, uh, the illusion of control, because we're, we're existing in a wholeness. We are, we are in this wholeness, you know, so anyway, here's here's this quote. Never approach the holy instant after you have tried to remove all fear and hatred from your mind. That is not your function. Never attempt to overlook your guilt before you ask the Holy Spirit's help. That is his function. Your part is only to offer him a little willingness to let him remove all fear and hatred and to be forgiven. On your little faith, joined with his understanding, he will build your part in the atonement and make sure you fulfill it easily. And with him, you will build a ladder planted in the solid rock of faith, rising even to heaven. None will, you, nor will you use it to ascend to heaven alone. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's great. Thank you, Micah. Very moving. Thank That's you. Pretty Micah. warm. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Micah. You. Yeah, that whole section on willingness is so powerful, and and it just. Uh, I mean, when I talk to new students of A Course in Miracles, the one thing that always comes up is their struggle in trying to forgive, in trying to let go. And um, I think that's one of the most challenging concepts to get is, or truths to get or recognize is that it's done for us, not by us. And it does have, you know, to, all my trying to fix and solve and all my engagement with ego thoughts is just about that control. And um, it's interesting to me, but to, be, to the best of my knowledge, the word surrender is never used by Jesus in A Course in Miracles. And I just thought, well, maybe it has uh, a negative connotation, like defeat. Um, but it's um, when you surrender up, when you give up, it's, it's a vertical move up to the power. Um, 
you gain, you lose the weakness and gain the power. <laughs> and, um, it's it's all around that little mechanism of control that we just, you know, I just constantly have to remind myself to let go of it and allow God to do its thing, <laughs> you know, just to get out of the way. I'm complete. Thank you, Michael, for that. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Lana. Thanks, Lana. Thank you, Lana. Thank you. This is Joe. And isn't it said somewhere in A Course in Miracles that there's really nothing to forgive because it never really happened? It's that it happened in our mind and not, it's not the truth. And maybe I'm mistaken on that. Uh, I thought I read something not too long ago in A Course in Miracles that talked about that. And I do believe, of course, giving it up, giving the mind over to the Holy Spirit to hear, to heal those thoughts that I have at times and struggle with, just to let go of that and not get myself all wrapped up in those stories. But I'm complete. Thank you. Yes, you're right. Jesus calls forgiveness a happy fiction. <laughs> we have to be willing to forget it, give in order to recognize there insists nothing to forgive. <laughs> it's a, it's paradoxical. Thank you, Joe. That's going. Hi, Joe. Good down. to know you're with us. Yeah. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Thank you, everybody, for that. Yeah. I interrupted somebody. Whose voice was that? Oh, I, I was just saying that's going really deep down the rabbit hole. See that nothing has happened. That's what I can speak to that um, because I. Uh, actually had searched out that phrase uh, just yesterday. It's part of the special theme, what is forgiveness? And it's um, about the only place that he uh, states squarely that something never occurred. He says forgiveness, uh, let's see, uh, forgiveness recognizes what you think your brother did has not occurred. When I acknowledge and understand that my interpretation of, of uh, some occurrence in the past has left me with this terrible wound of grievance and that it wasn't the action but my interpretation that uh, I condemn so greatly, that uh, then I can recognize that as this great gift of forgiveness ministers to my heart what i'm brought to is a place of understanding that is able to recognize that um there was no loss of innocence on the part of the actor in that situation there was my misunderstanding that took um what was what could be readily understood at the very most as a loveless action or an error of another and worked it into a major betrayal or grievance 
and then held that grievance against the actor in defiance of where my heart would lead me, which is to recognize um, this action was um, an action on the part of another that calls not for my grievance, but for my love. That if it wasn't an extension of his love in the moment, it was his cry for love. And that when I come to recognize that cry for love in the loveless actions of others that I typically work up a grievance about, I'm brought to a place where I realized, my God, the betrayal I was so worked up about was never true. It just was never true. The betrayal I think I have to forgive never happened. What happened instead was another heart uh, wounded and acting out or allowing their feelings to come out sideways in a way that I took umbrage with, right? But the betrayal never happened. It was never a betrayal. It was a wounding and a wounding on their part as well as mine that I have the opportunity to respond to now with love where before I didn't know I had that option. The, uh, the, uh, the betrayal never happened. I'm complete. Thanks, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. That was perfect. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that Thanks. was beautiful. Very helpful, Lee. Thank you. I, you know, I enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. I kind of see it uh, on two levels, um, too, that, that I, I just what you expressed was so beautifully said about how we, in space-time, how we deal with these things. And then on a higher level, Are you there, Micah? I think he. Uh, I think he dropped away. I think he. I think his line is gone. Oh. He'll die right back in. Did I see him on the board? On your board? Oh, you do. I. I didn't. I don't. Oh. I think mine uh-huh. froze anyway. Here he is. Okay. Hey, Micah. Oh, hey. Well, I, I just wanted to say I, I, I just I love that because that's kind of on the practical level how day to day I need to really experience it on, on a in in those more awakened states where the awareness lifts into the mind that's actually holographically creating this dimension, it, it sees that it, it's all, it, it's a holographic creation of this mind. And uh, it, it, it's loving, it, it's, it's beautiful, it, it's full of relationships, in a unity that's astounding. And uh, from that perspective, but it's all holographic. It's like a dream at night. And so I see it from both both angles. And um, But I, I really love your share because it's like 
that's the practical level of where I need to be most of the time is to see that you know my projection that my ego's projections are just pure nonsense and beneath it all is love and then the the other experience is moving into cause and seeing that this is an effect of cause and as an effect uh okay i'm done <laughs> dot 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 <laughs> thank you micah as usual thank you so much Welcome. yes thank you micah that was good what happened did rod ross kick you under the table there <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, you know, everybody is trying to heal their own wounds. And when they they come out with something that seems painful to the ego, it's really their own wounding, as you say, that has caused them to act in those ways because they're looking for love or they're underneath that anger or whatever ex- gets expressed is their own hurt because they haven't been loved or they feel they haven't been loved. And it is a, a much easier way to forgive, to understand that. So that really is helpful. Thank you very much. Terrific. Thanks, Roz. Yeah, well, thank you, Roz. That was so well put. Thank you. Yes, it was. Thank you, Roz. Yeah. Um, we're running out of time and we have others to invite who haven't spoken I just want to offer these three sentences from what we read earlier today in chapter 11 Um, you can be faithful to to but one thought system one is the thought system of the separated self and is based on separation the other is the thought system of and everybody imagines what he's going to say and I was thrilled if he said, the other is the thought system of creation and is based on union. The other is the thought system of creation and is based on union. Your faith in what you made has been shaken now and you realize you'd like to place your faith elsewhere. You'd like to, but you have your doubts and this is where you become confused on the issue of willingness I love that those are the two thought systems he identifies in a course of love the thought system of creation that invites me into this world into this life wholeheartedly to know there's a thought system of creation that the ego had turned its back on and that Holy Spirit calls me back to incomplete Thank you, Thank you, Lee. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. And where did you read that, Lee? Where did that come from again? That's the sixth paragraph of chapter 11 in the first book. In the first book. Thank you. Lee, I say thank you, and I say wow. How beautiful, yeah. how perfect that is, fitting into what, where we are tonight. Thank you. Yeah. Great. 
Well, as you said, Lee, is there anyone out there that hasn't had an opportunity to share? Who is open? Hi, this is Chris. Hi, Glad Chris. to be here. Hello. Glad to be here. Um, to me, hmm, this thought system based on creation is a thoughtless system where there's nothing in my mind, where my mind is still in the holy instant, and from there I'm fed thoughts. So it's quite a paradox where um, when I'm doing that, and of course when I'm on that, in that stillness, I'm connected to God, and I help others around me connect to their God because that extends outward. That majesty extends outward. So my, my role is to do nothing in my mind, the nothingness, the thoughtlessness. Um, peace to my mind, let all my thoughts be still. What does that mean? I'm complete. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Chris. Who else haven't we heard from? Hi, everyone. This is Yvonne. I just tuned in late and doing other things tonight. I'm just glad to be here. I just wanted to say hi to everyone. I'm complete. Nice to hear your voice, uh-huh. Yvonne. Yeah, you're yeah, right. My thoughts, exactly. Thanks, Paula. Thank you, Yvonne. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the good ship lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Is there a song to that? That sounds good. <laughs> That's great. We're on a we're on a, a sea journey. I've heard we're Micah a... sing. You don't you don't want to do that. Um. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's so Hi, good. Go ahead. Hi, Is that Joe Riley? Pat. <laughs> Pat. Hi, Pat. Yeah. Go ahead. Hi. I just want to say, you know, I've totally. Uh, listen to all that you've been saying all this last couple of weeks and being quiet and um, I'm just going to miss you, Lee. Oh, Pat, thank you, dear. What a joy it's been to have you join our after call before that noon, before that noon call, noon Eastern course of love call. I've really, I've really looked for your name on the board in that last hour or so, half hour um, before the noon call. That's been sweet. Thank all you, right. dear. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say for right now. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for being here, Pat. <clears throat> Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Pat.
I'll be looking forward to next week. Going to day 31, joining. Yeah, we've really spent much time with the day 30. We spoke about it in so many ways, the yielding to wholeness. And every conversation, every dialogue, every share that we spoke of this evening had remnants of the wholeness of who we are when we gather when two or more are gathered. As he said, when we come together, you will see that two or more are needed in order to know for knowing to occur. And I think we've all said in our own ways, unknowing, unknowing about yourselves. It came out in so many different ways, whether dialoguing to a course of love, dialoguing to a course of miracles. It's all the wholeness of who we are. And I thank you all. I really thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. 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 Gorgeous, Paula. Thanks. Well, if we're through holding the floor for those who've not shared, can we open it once again for those who have? But of course, we, you know, we've given everyone an opportunity. And if anyone has anything to share that is good, please share away. Uh, hi, um, this is Amy. I, I just wanted to say that, you know, what a wonderful group this is and how loving. I know that since uh, I was very young, I, although I was not raised uh, Christian, I always remember that uh, what Jesus was reputed to have said on the cross, I um, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now, that, of course, um, I guess he didn't say um, there's no need to forgive. I don't believe he said that. He said, forgive them because uh, they don't know what they do. So there is a paradox in there. And certainly we all know that given enough time, we understand the woundedness that, that has caused us to not forgive, the woundedness in others and in ourselves. But there is a paradox there because these are two statements that uh, appear uh, somewhat polarized, but in the deepest sense or not. In the deepest sense or not. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Miguel, Sarah? is there anything? Oh, oh go ahead, Sarah. Sarah. Oh. You were just going to what? Miguel hasn't shared this evening. Oh. I was just curious. He wanted to say some words. He's always on point with so much. Miguel, are you still with us? 
Yes, yes, Paul, I'm here, but uh, nothing to say is is too vast for me, you know, so hard to put in words often for me, what I feel. But I I appreciate everything that has been shared. Thank you. We appreciate you being here. Thank you, Miguel. Come away, Sarah Jo. It's all yours. (laughs) Um, Well... Um, I'm not sure how that, well, I was thinking, I, I, I wrote this little thing down, and as of yesterday, it was just to Lee. And, and tonight I feel like I want to share it to everyone. And that's such a fun shift for me. Um, and it just is... Um, a little uh, meta thing that I wrote, and it's um, may your day be filled with smiles and hugs. May ever-expanding love fill your world, and may you feel happiness and joy in your heart. And whenever you look into another's eyes. May you always see an angel looking back at you, and I love you. I'm complete. Mm. It was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, that was sweet. Oh, thank, you. thank you, Sarah Julie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sarah Julie. And heartfelt. Yeah. Such a such a beautiful sentiment to to direct out to everyone. Thank you for that, Sarah Joy. Welcome. Yeah. It was felt. Thank you, Sarah Joy. So, what can we say to our dear friend Lee? <laughs> Happy trip. <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> You know, there's something I want to share that's really kind of funny or ironic, I guess. I love when when you share, Lee. In fact, I so want to push a pause button so I can digest and hear your previous sentence or two and sit with it for a while, you know, because I I do that in, in, you know, in just about everything I read. I'll go back and read a sentence or two and sit with it. And the thought of you writing a book, um, that's just a one, although I'm going to miss your shares, I'm going to look forward to that so I can star and underline and circle and contemplate every <laughs> sentence that you say. <laughs> so that will be such a gift. So thank you. Oh, it's wicked fun to hear. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. I, I totally agree, and I think it could be a book on tape so we could actually hear your voice. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Can we want. Rewinding. Yeah. Great. As long as there's a pause yeah. button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put it on tape. Amen, Lana. So we... Thank you. Thanks Thank for the advice, Lana. <laughs> Pardon hey, me? just a quick message over to Miguel. Oh, I said, uh, I said thanks for the advice. Structure in a pause. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just, just give the reader a break. <laughs> Um, just a a quick uh, just a quick shout out to Miguel Um, I really feel you with us 
brother, and um, and uh, and uh, and really appreciate uh, your um, your consistent support of this group. So oh, yeah. I join everyone else and looking forward to what you have. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I want to take that even further. I mean, Miguel, Reverend Bill, Sarah Joy, everyone, Judy, Micah, Gloria, Joe Riley, Yvonne, Lana, Chris, Amy, everyone that has shown up. If I missed anybody, please forgive me. But I, I truly, on my own, appreciate everyone that shows up every week. And I really sincerely hope in my heart that we'll keep this call going. We'll miss Lee. We'll miss, I know I'll miss him tremendously. But always remember his words and think, what would Lee say? How would he cite? Would he cite something from Course in Miracles? Would he give those grounding words? So Lee, you will always be thought of. So part of us. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks. You, you can't leave us. You know that. You're here in spirit. Well, don't be surprised, guys. Uh, yeah, don't be, don't be upset with me if I pop back in more, more frequently than you might imagine. So I don't know oh, how I'm good upset. I'll be at staying away. But. That's not upset, not far from upset. We will be ecstatic. <laughs> we will celebrate. Yeah. And the women in my life have always I... said, how can I miss you if you don't go away? <laughs> oh. My ex-husband said well, that to uh, me. Giant, giant <laughs> hugs, and I'm blowing you all kisses. Thanks so oh, much, you guys. Thank you. Oh, please, oh, thank you so much love. And, oh, God, we wish you the best of everything going forward. And do come back from time to time. We love to hear your voice. Yes, we I am here. <laughs> and don't hang up because I need to speak to you before you leave, okay? Please don't. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, me too, Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, oh, well, good night, everybody. I love you all. It's been a fabulous call, as it always yep. is. Happy trail. That's a trip. I know Bye-bye. you're going to be popping <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank I love you, you. Thank you all. And glory. Good night, Lana. Good, good night, all. Good night, everybody. I love you guys. Good night. 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 Good night.